Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of... Business Bros! Yes! <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hernan here, host of the Business Bros Podcast. And if you're listening to us live, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, S-H-I-T. Thirsty Thursday. Oh, yeah, S-H-I-T, right? S-H-I-T. So happy it's Thursday. So happy it's Thursday. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Shout out to Rock1053. Yeah, that's, that's where it came from. We didn't, yeah. we didn't make it up. No, totally. We're not original. <laughs> so, Hernan here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host. The insurance bro, James C.S. with Pipeline Insurance. And we got a special guest for you today. We always have a special guest every day. And today it's extra special. We have Miss Carissa Barajas from Realty Executives. You want to show, uh, throw out that tagline? Um, I don't have a tagline. I need to oh. get one. Uh, your brokerage. Chris, oh, Realty Executives. Carissa Barajas, Team Aragon. Boom. There it is. <laughs> there it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, couple quick, well, one reminder, one, one new thing. If you're following me on Instagram at Business Bros Pod, mm. you saw that we recorded our parody today, and I just did the 345 post because I have it on set on alarm. Mm-hmm. I put some hair just like yours, but yours <laughs> looks a lot better than mine, right? But I did a hairy post, so check it out. I'm just throwing it out there. So, uh, And of course, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year, so if you have a gently used pair of shoes or brand new shoes or you want to donate cash hit james up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com he'll ride over on his harley and pick those bad boys up and we appreciate all the donations and shout out to steve uh harui from yesterday's episode literally gave the shoes off his feet and uh Proof, they're right here. <laughs> right there. So thank you again for the donations. Um, we really appreciate it. Ready to rock and roll for today's show? We are, but before we do, really quick, uh, Nino was on uh, listening to our discussion about that party when we were 21. Uh-huh. He's like, it was a good party. <laughs> it was a good party. See? One of our oldest friends. I swear, we bought in this neighborhood in Paradise Hills. Okay. Um, and I went back, like, prospecting when, when I got my real estate license, and I realized that everybody there bought their home, like, when the place was built, almost everybody in that neighborhood. And I was like, damn, we're these punk kids that, like, threw parties all the time. <laughs> we were those kids. It was so bad. That's awesome, though. You got to live it up, you know? You do got to live it up. I just felt bad for everybody else yeah, in there. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're trying to live it up. They're trying to be comfortable. They're just trying to live. Exactly. All right, Carissa, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, before real estate, what were you into? So before real estate, I was always in like the customer service business. I um, waitressed and bartended most of my life, um, and I just love people, honestly. So you were a therapist. I was a therapist, yeah. I mean, dude, bartending is like a therapy job. I mean, I don't think it's much different now, if you really think about it. I, I 
still am a therapist. Showing, still, yeah. <laughs> I still do it. it. Don't you? I mean, it, uh, yesterday we had a talk with Steve and we were talking about how, you know, real selling and building relationships versus just trying to close everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. There's a huge difference. Oh, huge. Yeah. And I like the correlation to bartending because it totally mm-hmm. makes sense. Like I could just get you your drink and you're done, mm-hmm. but you're not going to want to come back to my place. You're exactly. not going to want to engage. And the tips are better. Yeah. Tips are a lot better when you engage and just making those personal connections is actually, I mean, it's a win-win. It helps them and it helps you too. So because they're uh, what was it like a club scene or were you like at a, like a little hole in the wall? bar so i was at eastbound bar and grill in lakeside Mm -hmm. so it's definitely like a small town in a big city that's the only way to really describe it um not really dive bar ish it's more of like a family restaurant so you really got like close connections with the entire family so it was a cool spot yeah it was a cool spot all right so why did you leave that i'm sure that was a pretty good gig yeah I loved it. Um, you know, I still go back from time to time. I actually guest bartended um, a few weeks ago, Rodeo Weekend in Lakeside. So it's fun to go back and still be able to like have those connections with even my old coworkers. But the nightlife got a little rough with three kids at home. So oh, yeah. she became a mama. Yeah, I'm a mom of three. So Ooh, had to change things up a little that bit. That is tough. Yeah. Talk about, you know, okay, bartending you're dealing with full-grown adults sometimes they're uh you know a little too tipsy <laughs> yeah. right but having your own at home what's yeah. that what's it like being a mama and trying to have a career um honestly i don't look at it i look at it as a blessing it's my biggest motivation it's actually the reason why i push myself so hard so it's challenging at times um you know just trying to find that balance between work life mom life but it's so rewarding at the end of the day oh yeah 100 yeah. percent how are the kids? Uh, you have you 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 said you had a nine year old, right? Nine yes. year old, six year old, four year old. Yes. So the nine year old, how interested is the nine year old in your new career? Oh, he loves it. Actually, both all my kids, but my nine year old and my six year old are obsessed with the fact that I'm a realtor, and they always um, go on YouTube on TV and like look at all my videos, and it's the cutest thing ever because <laughs> they, I mean, they're just so into it. My daughter for career day, she's a realtor. So that's huge. And um, they always will like, you know, kind of copy my my sayings like Carissa Barajas with Realty Executives. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cute to see just to, you know, they, they see everything and that just proves it. So it's nice. So you um, I'm assuming you got married early. You didn't go to college or anything, right? I did not. How How, how is that? Like, uh, you're, you're doing real estate now. Yes. Doing relatively well. Yes. It's a great industry to be in, but it's not your traditional road of, you know, go to college, get a job. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you decide to get into this sales gig? So I've always kind of just had, um, you know, been very self-motivated as a person. And I always knew that the, you know, the traditional college life would not be for me. I didn't get out of high school and go straight to college. I got married and we started our family young and that was my priority. Um, But, you know, you still have to make money and being so self-motivated, I've always been kind of just looking for what I can do and what can I start on my own. And this just, you know, I don't want to say it fell into my lap, but I definitely just was exploring the options of real estate. I got into um, TCing files for the broker that I actually work for now. So I started at the bottom. And I really worked my way up, and now I just love the industry. But TCing is not, I wouldn't say it's at the bottom. I it's, I, okay, you're not face-to-face with the client, yeah. but you're doing everything that needs to be done. For like sure. there, There's a lot. I, I went, you know, when I was selling real estate, I 100% 
depended on my TC yeah. to tell me, hey, you don't have this, you know, disclosure signed. You need, you know, mm-hmm. you need to get your affidavit done by this time. Like your time frame is coming around the corner. You're yeah. 14 days or 17 days, whatever's coming up. Like I depended on my TC to remind me if I, I'm human. I, yeah. Maybe I forget to put it on my calendar. Maybe I didn't set, you know, whatever it was. And the, a good TC is always there to like walk you through those steps. Absolutely. I think that TCing is, um, you know, you, they are needed in the real estate relationships because they really are the backbone and they allow you to be able to keep going and keep getting those clients, keep prospecting and keep doing what you're doing best. So it's definitely, um, I mean, to me, I look at it as a blessing because I really got to learn a lot about the files and like what needs to be done. And I think that's missing a lot in our industry and being able to start at that was a huge blessing for my career. Now that you're like on, on the face to face side, how picky are you with your TC? You know, I'm not picky, but I have a great TC. She's actually the one that trained me to be a TC. Mm. So um, I absolutely love her. And I have um, I don't have any reason to, you know, be picky because I know she's going to get the job done. How long have you been doing it now? So I've been licensed now for about two and a half years. And what is your uh, perspective? Or like, how, how was it when you first started? Where are things going? So when I first started, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you, Um, even though I saw it um, so much from all of the people in my office. But I was just excited when I first started for like the littlest things, like booking that first appointment was like huge. Like you're just like, oh my gosh, I got an appointment. I have a buyer and it's just like everything's so new. And I want to hold on to that for my whole career because I think it's so important to be excited. Um, It definitely like, you know, puts things in perspective when you show up to work and every day is different. Every mm-hmm. client, every transaction, it's always going to be different, which for me is, um, you know, it's it just makes it fun. How'd you get your first client? Where, where, tell me a little bit about that. Okay, so my first client that I actually closed, because I was actually working with a client that took a lot longer, but my first closing was actually my sister-in-law. So um, it was from my own sphere, which is cool because she had a home to sell in Marietta. So I sold her home. When? Um, when did I, when no, did, no, that's a win. Chalk oh, went win. Up for a yeah, win, win yeah. for sure. And then she bought a home out in Hummel. So it was Two kind wins. of, yeah, so it was double. Um, and then other than that, I mean, I, you can sometimes work with clients for six months plus mm-hmm. and not, you know, they're not buying a house yet, but they always will end up buying and it's just staying patient really. What was that. your, what's been your biggest struggle so far? Um, Loyalty, I think, um, just because there are a lot of people that don't really understand what it means. Clients or realtors? I think both. Well, both, really. (laughs) But I think as far as like clients go, I don't think a lot of people understand what exactly a realtor does. And so, um, you know, just trying to you know, kind of understand their side of it and stuff. You just have to be really understanding. I think that's my, the most difficult thing for me because they don't understand and you just think that everyone does, but it just doesn't work like that. They don't speak your language. They don't. Right? Yeah. Like you speak realtor. Exactly. Yeah. They speak English or something. something else, <laughs> or right? something else. But yeah. They don't speak realtor. Yeah. And, and how, how have you, uh, I don't want to say dumbed down. How have you simplified what you present to your clients? So that, you know, that the conversation flows. What have you learned to help you, you know, make that transition a little better? So 
Um, I just think myself, to be honest with you, I obviously bring my presentation. I know what I have to offer. Um, I'm going to work hard for my clients and I think that I've proven that. And now I'm not as scared, um, as to lose my client for asking them for their loyalty as I was when I first started. When you first start, you're just like very much excited that you have anybody that you're showing homes to. Somebody wants to listen to me? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But now after, you know, multiple transactions, I know that my time is valuable and, you know, I'm spending time away from my family to help them and I love what I do but I also need that to be you know reciprocated and um that loyalty to be and it, it really to me it's not just like close them and we're done this is a relationship for life um and that's what I have to offer them and I know that they appreciate it in the end but they just have to understand it that that's what it is that's what it is I'm not yeah. selling you I'm not selling you I'm becoming I'm, your friend exactly yeah Speaking of friends, I just want to throw this out there. A couple of your friends said hi. Susie Silva and Nadia Kasuhana. (laughs) Hi, you guys. (laughs) Susan, actually, that's my sister-in-law. So that was my first first two sales. See, super shout out right there. Oh, you know what? Actually, my brother-in-law, too. He was in the mix in those first sales, too. So Family. Yeah, it's all about your sphere, people. (laughs) Well, let me ask you, because... A lot of times we have realtors that come into the industry, they do their family couple Mm -hmm. deals and then boom, they're gone. Yeah. So how was that transition, you know, getting outside of your sphere and trying to actually grow it? Yeah. I mean, honestly, everything is word of mouth. So you sell your first one and then it kind of just goes on like a domino effect from there. But um, going outside of your sphere and actually finding people that, you know, you don't know that you can still connect with and still trust you in such a big transaction is huge for me. I mean, I've met people at the gym that have overheard me talking to clients and it just, you know, we just ended up talking and then they ended up being clients and they closed escrow. Oh man. Sorry, you got you got visionary media just showing you all kinds of oh, love. Jose oh. and Adrian there. Hi on. you guys. Yep. yep. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you about your experience with visionary. What's that what was that like? Oh, amazing. I mean nothing short of amazing. They're great people. What'd you guys end up filming? So we were down at a winery um, in Lakeside, actually, and um, Trevi Hills, and they're just amazing um, at what they do. They make you feel so comfortable behind the camera. I was super nervous because it was, you know, when I just kind of started, it was my first video, and um, they're just naturals. Adrian? Adrian was behind the camera? He was, yeah. I mean, he he was great. He's hilarious. Dude, he is funny, right? He's so funny, yeah. He gives great direction. Oh, for sure. I mean, all of them do. And then Anita did my hair and makeup, and she is, like, phenomenal. Like, oh, my goodness. All throughout the shoot, like, touching me up, made me feel like a princess the entire time. Oh, you got pampered. I got pampered that day. And you got quality video. I know. I need to hire. They need to come here. Right? (laughs) Anita, Anita, where are you? Anita, you're getting called out. She needs a little (laughs) bit of pandas. <laughs> curls in her hair. I you can do some. my hair too, by the way, while yes. you're at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his might take a little longer. Right. But. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Got to grow it out, I guess. Oh, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you like to do for fun? Um, for fun, sell I sell real estate. Yeah, <laughs> I love to sell real estate. Um, you know, you know what's funny is I like the interior design of real estate too. Like, I'm very much like love keeping up with like the trends, but. I love doing my, like, reorganizing my house. I do it, like, constantly. It drives my husband crazy. Um, But mainly just being a mom, to be honest with you. If I'm not selling, if I'm not working or with a client, I'm just with the kids doing something, going to the beach, SeaWorld. Um, I'm just, like, a big kid. (laughs) (laughs) When you're out with your kids, do you still talk, uh, like, prospect 
Absolutely. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm wondering, like, there's a lot of, one of the things we talk about when prospecting is to be you. Yeah. Be yourself. Be yeah. in, in your environment where you're going to be. Yes. Right? And as a mom, I'm sure you got sports probably. Mm-hmm. You got field trips. You got school. You got all these different things. Yeah. What does Carissa, the mom, do on a daily basis to, you know, continue her business and be a mom? So everybody knows that I sell real estate in my kids school. I'm at every single field trip. I mean, sports, everything. That's just, I I mean, I live it, you know, and it's important me to keep it real. Like I am a real person. I'm not just a salesperson. I'm a mom and I'm going to be at those field trips. I'm going to be answering emails and, you know, doing what I have to do. But that's just like the great thing about this industry. You can do what you love to do and also do what you kind of have to do, you know, day to day. So tell me a little bit about how you chose a brokerage. Like, I mean, there's tons of places you could have went. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that process? What was that choice like? So I originally went because my friend Danny, who works at Realty Executive, she's great, by the way, um, she had been bugging me to come in and meet Grace. And um, I came in, I met Grace, and I just felt at home right away. It's a smaller company, and it's just so... They really are. It's like a a family. And um, I just felt at home, to be honest with you. I didn't want to just be one agent out of thousands of agents. I wanted to have a company that you know, everybody supports each other. And that's what I have. And how was your, how was your training experience? Like, like I'm sure you had good training as a TC, mm-hmm. but it's, it's different when you have to go face to face, when you have to have a listing presentation, when you have to have yeah. a buyer's presentation, when you have all, all these different things. Yeah. What, what kind of, uh, what kind of training did you guys get over there? So they have classes that I attended weekly for a long time. Um, really talking about everything, getting your listing presentation together. Um, just talking about like people that are kind of on the fence for you name it, anything that, um, you need to learn in this industry grace took her time and really you know taught us everything we needed to know as well i'm actually on a team so i work with steve aragon and he is great he's given me so much knowledge in this industry so i've had it really takes a a village to really help you succeed to the point yeah exactly you see yourself ever becoming a mentor um i would like to think so yeah i mean i think i i think i could do it yeah. But right now I'm, I still have a lot to learn. So I'm, you know, I don't think you ever really stop learning. Though. You don't. I think that when you stop learning, you need to go in a different room and then keep learning. So. Oh, I like that. One of the things we, we hear and say a lot is don't be the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Right. Surround yourself with other people who yeah. know more and just elevate yourself. Yeah. And help each other and you help each other get elevated. I mean, take yourself out of the being the number one in this one spot and go be where you're the number you know 75 i agree i (laughs) love that and you work your way back up the top learn from all the people yeah there's a lot to learn i mean like you said that you never stop learning so you really do you have to be number 75 always guys (laughs) yeah there you go number 75 always (laughs) what a random number pick 37 hey i just went with it (laughs) it's gotta have a a seven in it though yeah it's seven that's my favorite number yeah yeah like favorite see me too i used it in high school all the time sports that was my number (laughs) did you Mm -hmm. dang this is meant to be see (laughs) small world all right what was what was that what was high school like for you what was the what, what kind of carissa were you before all of it um, high school was great. I still have my best friends from high school. Um, so we had the three of us have been best friends since actually elementary school. So and we just carried on and, you know, live life. High school was high school, though. Like, I mean, I think it's pretty much the same for everyone. You just kind of have to get through it and 
figure out what you're going to do in life and then keep going. I have a bunch of seniors that just graduated last week. So I'm, 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 it's one of those questions that I have to ask, right? What happens right after graduation? What, what do you think is the biggest advice you would give a 17-year-old kid who just graduated last week and now they're off and what do I do now land? I think it doesn't matter where you're at. I don't care if you are working at McDonald's when you graduate or if you are a CEO of a company, you have to be at the best at what you're doing. And um, that's the only way you're going to succeed. Dude, that's so true. Figure out the one thing that you're good at. Mm-hmm. That's hard to figure out, though, to be honest. Like, yeah. I, it's been a long... I've done a lot of different things. I've held... An, I have a lot of different licenses and stuff because I tr- I love to taste everything. Yeah. Right? I want to... I, I am, I'm very interested in something because I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So I dive deep into that thing and I learn all I can and all I want to yeah. at that point and at least enough to be able to hold a conversation on it. And then I'm off to the next thing. What else is interesting? Yeah. And then that thing's cool and I learn everything I possibly can and I'm off to the next thing. Yeah. But it took me a long time to realize, you know, oh, snap. It's because business in general, that's my thing. Yeah, it excites you. Right? That's the thing that I finally figured out, yeah. you know, 30 years later. Right, <laughs> right? yeah. But, you know, finding that self-awareness of figuring out what it is that you're good at, I wish there was, like, a course for that. Yeah, there should be, right? Have what you think? figured out for yourself yet? Um, What I'm good at? Like, what's your thing? What's the one thing that you wake up every day, you're thinking about doing that? You're, you're, that's just what's in your mind. You go to sleep with it. You wake up with it. You dream about it. Um, I think it's like a mixture of a whole bunch of things. It's hard to just like, I mean, maybe it's just like what you said. There's so many different things that... Um, that excite me, I guess. But really just being able to be around people um, is what makes me happy, I guess. And whether that's like my kids or my friends or clients, whatever it is, that that excites me. I'm a people person. Well, I, I think there's a couple different types of people person. So let me give you an example. Like I like... Uh, my wife and I, right? She likes to go like, oh, let's go out, right? I like to go out with a purpose. Like, I'll go out to like a happy hour or a mixer or something that has an intent for me, yeah. right? And she's like, no, let's like uh, go to Coachella. I'm like, there's a bunch of random ass people. I don't know these <laughs> people. But she likes to do that, right? She yeah. likes to have fun in an environment where I don't know all these people. I could just be myself. Yeah. And I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, I need to know all these people so I can be myself. <laughs> right. I think I'm a good mixture between the two because I've never been to Coachella and it doesn't really like, I mean, I think I would go, but I wouldn't plan it, I guess. But I don't have to know everyone. Well, what about like Disneyland? You, are you a fan of going to like Disneyland? You know, I used to have season passes to Disneyland for the kids and we went and I felt like when we would go, it would just be like, okay, we have to go instead of having it be fun. So no, I didn't really care. I like SeaWorld and the zoo more than Disneyland. Maybe, I don't know. Is it the lines? Maybe it is the lines. Maybe it's the people. I guess I'm not as big of a people person. <laughs> Did I just convince you otherwise? You just convince me. <laughs> Because he's a he's a big Disney guy, right? Love He'll it. go. Oh, okay. And for Sorry. Me, I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> drive. Good. No, it's cool. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to drive two hours to wait in line. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to wait in line. Once lines. in a while, it's fine. I think. Yes. Once I agree. every three years. Every yeah. three years. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I had the passes. I went like ten times in a year. It was a lot of fun. Do you have you, kids? No. Okay, so life. go with kids. No, I'm good. Right? <laughs> There's a reason I don't have That's kids. That's maybe why. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, dude, anything just all of a sudden gets exponential. Like, he, yeah. we like to go to the movies, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's got the AMC movie pass. 
And it's oh. like 25 bucks a month, right? That's actually real. I want to get that. Yeah, I didn't even right? know that was a thing. Except for me, it's times three. Because my wife doesn't oh, want to go to the movie. Yeah, so now I'm sure. thinking, okay, well, if I wanted $75 a month. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go to Disneyland. Cool. It's times four. I know. Right? Everything, yeah. Oh, it's time to eat lunch. Times four. Yeah. Right? Everything gets super expensive with kids. All of a sudden. Oh, Disneyland? What is it? Park hoppers are like 150 bucks or something it's like that? It's crazy. Yeah. They're so expensive now. And then they don't get as excited to go when they're going all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I remember going mm-hmm. to Disneyland maybe like two to three times as a kid. And it was, and it, was thing. it was like this huge event. Like, I couldn't even believe where we were at. And my kids are like, oh, we're going to Disneyland again. Yeah, whatever. Oh, whatever. And I'm like, oh, all right. Okay, sure. <laughs> no, I know, well, I, had, I had a friend who recently took her kids to Disneyland and they were apparently... I'd rather go to Universal. Yeah, that's what my kids would you do. You grateful little... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's because it's because it's what they see, right? Mm-hmm. It's whatever's trending right now. We live in a in a YouTube era. Oh, I know. Right? And so, well, what are the YouTubers into right now? Yeah. Maybe Disneyland's Not played out right things. now, right? Yeah. So right now, maybe they're, the, the whoever they're watching on YouTube is like, we just came out to Universal. Woo, check it out. And of no. course, they're like, ooh, I want to do that. Now all they want to do is open eggs and play video games. Oh my god! Do, do Isn't your that kids... trippy? How like they watch people play video games? Yeah, the, all my boys so do weird. is that. It's the weirdest thing. They only want to do that. And I actually recently just took away the switch from my oldest son because Ooh. he got in trouble. And still, now I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna have to take away you watching people play video games too. Because like, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt them. Enough, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm right? like, well, now you just get it somewhere else you're just watching something somebody do it so yeah the same thing my kids uh my, my wife will tell them okay it's i break time right i break i like, like it. that's a that's a thing <laughs> it's but a it's thing. a thing in our house <laughs> it it's is, a thing it's in a our thing. house right and then the other one is uh when they get in trouble it's no electronics yeah and that is uh like you know when i was a kid it was like you take away a pager or a phone like yeah. you're not allowed to use the phone oh, i'm disconnected from the world <laughs> or what about just like taking away going playing outside like now it's like, I mean, if I took away that from it them, didn't matter. it, it doesn't matter. matter. It's like the electronics is what do gets you them. let your kids go outside? I do. We have, um, we live like in a cul-de-sac area. Mm-hmm. So, and I know all my neighbors, so they're great. But, um, of course you know your neighbors. You well, yeah, I, neighbors, I hope right? everybody knows their neighbors. <laughs> well, you especially. Yes. <laughs> but, um, it's great because they all have kids around the same age too. Mm, that's perfect. So it's a really like tight knit community. And so they do have fun out there, but, um, you know, it doesn't hurt them as much when I take away the yeah, outside well. versus the iPad or, you know. Yeah. And you're still in East County? I am yes, yeah, Lakeside. Yeah, that's that's a nice area of town too. There's well, there's pockets. There's of pockets some, of yeah. some crazy stuff in yeah. Lakeside, but for the most part, and the only thing I can't deal with is the heat out there. You know, that's why you have a pool and AC, I guess. But I'm so used to it. I was born and raised out in East County, and I love it. I know what areas not to go into too. So I mean, I can help, like with the guide. whole yeah, the whole guidance of where not to go and where to go. I guess. Yeah. Well, I, uh, we talk about that when we were kids. Like we grew up in IB, so okay. and IB wasn't so nice back then. Yeah. Right. But we would always be able to go outside at any time we wanted to. We, we'd hop on our bikes. We'd ride all the way up. You know. From Silver Strand all the way down to Coronado, all the way up to nice. like you know Walmart, whatever it was, it was like we had tons of freedom. But today, mm-hmm. can't give them that much. Well, it's not the I don't know. I think it's actually safer today than it was in the past. The only difference is you hear about things that happen. If something happens in New York, you hear about it in LA yeah. like in seconds. That's true. And Social so you, media. And so it feels like things are not as comfortable. I can see that. But 
Uh, my wife, my wife, I always tell her, she, I think she's too much of a helicopter mom. Yeah, she's it's like, hard not to be, oh. though. Right? Yeah, she does. But it's a good balance because she tells me, like, I don't, well, I don't think you watch them enough. Right. But we have it together. It's a perfect mix. It's the perfect balance. So. so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I might get in trouble on this one. <laughs> and that's when the fight started. And that's when the fight started. <laughs> Remember what you said on the podcast? <laughs> she's watching. <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> All right, so Carissa, tell me a little bit more about uh, about what you have in store for your future. Um, gosh, a lot. Um, I just want to continue, honestly, growing in this in this industry um, and really helping as many families as I can that don't. I think my thing is a lot of people don't realize they can be home buyers, and I really want to like help people understand that it's not as hard as you think it is, mm-hmm. and um, stop wasting your money on rent, really, and. Um, just putting that out to all, you know, all my friends, I think this generation in general doesn't think that things are like, they don't take them and go with them like they should. So I think, um, just staying motivated enough to keep working with those people and making them homeowners. How has your social media game been as of late? Use it a lot, use a little bit, use it to promote, use it to just maintain family. How do you use your social media? I do a balance. Um, I like showing who I am. Uh, My kids are like my whole life. So they're on my social media as well as work. You know, I'm a human and this is who I am. I'm not just a salesperson. I'm actually, you know, I'm a mom first, really mom and wife first. And, you know, this is who I am. And I do promote work on there as well um post all my videos i you know try to do as much work as i can but it's still my real life too that's good balance i like to i like to see that uh my instagram used to be personal and then i turned it into a business account and it's still personal it's still fun yeah still you still see what we do we do this every day right all day yeah it's just it's just us you know it's hashtag always on on. yeah but it's true yeah i I don't know like i told you when i wake up in the morning this is what i'm thinking about when i go to bed at night this is what i'm thinking about during the day when i'm uh, i don't know anything eating dinner i'm like oh what can i be doing i could be doing you know that's just going on in my head yeah i can't help it that's a good quality to have i I mean you do want (laughs) to shut it off sometimes but it is hard it is hard it's hard we're in a 24 7 business and that's just the way it is well i I gotta ask you this this question though how often does your phone ring oh gosh does it ring or does it notify you like like no it rings oh yeah yeah my phone rings if it just notified me i don't think i'd pick it up as much well, it's because I'm wondering, like, I get a lot of communication, but as of lately, it's almost all, like, I get a DM or I get a text message. I, I rarely get phone calls anymore. Really? Um, I still get quite a few phone calls, to be honest with you. Um, But I have a, like, what I use to, like, follow up and stuff, it mm. actually will call me. So that helps me with my follow up and everything, which... So you have it set up. I have it set up, yeah. That's the only way. I mean, because sometimes you forget. Like, you're mm-hmm. cooking dinner. Or you're doing something. So you have to have that phone ring sometimes, you know? Yeah, no, I understand. I think it's because I'm, I'm transitioning more to using, like, video DMs. So right. I still do voice. You, It's just now you see my face and you hear, like, it's just easy. It's like, you know, here's the text message or, or on Instagram or whatever. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? This is what I'm doing. This is what's going on. 
and I'm gonna drop a link right here. Go ahead and use that. Like, yeah, that's my communication because I feel like today less people want to be called, but yeah, they do want to talk to you. They just want to talk to you on their time. Yeah. I think every person's different and you just really have to find um, what that person finds most useful, Mm -hmm. um, whether it be email, text or phone call. But I always try to call at first. I mean, until I, I mean, really have a relationship. Until they tell you don't call me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, (laughs) let's be honest. It really is when they tell me to stop calling them. I'm like, okay, I'll email you then. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. But um, no, calling to me is important. I'm kind of old school when it comes to that, though. I think that that's important for them to like really, I mean, you can only get so much of yourself in a text message and Mm -hmm. email versus a phone call. So I'm going to do what works and that's what works for me. But everyone's different. I use exclamation points all the time. They start to lose their meaning. I think emojis to me are like huge. (laughs) (laughs) I could probably just have a full conversation in emojis. It's so so. funny. (laughs) Boom! Heart! I know. All the emotions, all at once. All of them at once. (laughs) This is how I feel. All right, Chris. I love it. That's how it is, right? It's so true. I use them all the time. Yeah, I can't can't text without emojis anymore. I know. It's just not possible. And sometimes, sometimes I just like, hey, thumbs up or whatever. That's it. Done. It gets the point across. That is your camera right there. I want you to talk to anybody who's out there. How do they get a hold of you if they would like to work with you? All right, guys. Well, I think the information is right here, right here below. Um, My phone number is 619-244-6928. Give me a call. Send me a text. um, Email me, carissabarajas90 at gmail.com. Whatever works for you. I'm available. Boom. And you got to say it one. You got to do this one time because you have kids. Okay. So you can take this clip and you can reuse it whenever you want. But make sure you subscribe. Hit the little bell button. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> you got you to gotta do it one time for the kids because they're like, Mom, that's so awesome. <laughs> it's so there. true. Make sure you subscribe, you guys. Click the little bell button right below. There yeah. you go. There Click we go. The little notification bell. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I, my kids love it. They, they do. That's like one of the favorite things that they do all the time. Like they grab their phone, and like, "Hey guys, welcome to my show. Make sure you click the little notification bell." My <laughs> kids eat breakfast pretending they're on YouTube. They're like, "All right, guys, welcome back to my channel." <laughs> like, yeah, same, same. So I'm right, I think I, I think I had channel. a typo in there earlier. One more time. It was six one nine six four four six nine two eight two four four six nine two eight. It was right the first time. Dang it! <laughs> oh, there I you go. Fixed see? it, thinking I heard it wrong. Boom! All right. Um, and then last question I got for you is, uh, who would be a good podcast guest? All right. So I think that I'm going to choose Ricardo from Realty Executives. And she was going to go down the list and start naming everybody. No, no, no. He was, he was on my mind, but Ricardo, you're next. You're next. Tag, Get dude. ready. So we're going to reach out to you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks, Carissa, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate you uh, taking time out of your schedule to come out. Yes. Um, we had a great time. It was fun, right? Yeah, it was fun. I didn't even need a shot. See? <laughs> but we can have one anyway. So I'm just <clears throat> I heard you can bartend, so go ahead. I know, just- right? <laughs> Those days are over. <laughs> Those, oh, no, you said you you did a guest appearance. Hey, I'll uh, do guest. guest bartending, all right, right? Yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> you can't take it out of your blood. <laughs> no, but I love it. I mean, that's all I'm saying is is if you guys want to be on the podcast, check out our social media page at Business Bros Pod. Hit me up 619-884-4915, Hernan at csfirst.com. Um, and uh, 
I'm reading a text message from Jose. <laughs> so send me a text message. We are booked up eight weeks in advance. So if you do want to get on the show, you might have to. I'll send you the booking link, and you're going to have to check in from time to time to make sure and you book an, a date that's available that pops up. So do it sooner rather than later. And then, of course, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. Um, so if you have a gently used pair of shoes or you have new shoes or you want to donate cash, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Remember, he'll hop on his Harley right out there and pick him up. And of course, if you have any insurance needs, home, auto, life, business, whatever, hit up James again. His number 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. And if you want to add insurance into your business, maybe you have a real estate office or a tax office or a mortgage office and you want another line of business, hit him up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now, or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.